Have you ever had a let's go moment in your life? I'll bet you have once I describe what I'm talking about. That experience where you're kind of scheduled in one direction and all of a sudden something occurs and the schedule changes and you're going to move in a completely different direction. A let's go moment is almost like serendipity. You hadn't planned for it. Somehow this opportunity comes up. You decide, I'm in. Everything shifts and off you go. Change of schedule. Sometimes a change of plans. A change of mood. And most of the time, it's very, very memory-making. I, I have a let's-go moment. Well, many let's-go moment, but one that stands out for me. I wasn't that old at the time. I was a young teenager. And as I've mentioned before, in our little village, I had eight great aunts and uncles just from my father's side. And they all lived in the area, and they all had kids. They all raised families. And they all were pretty much thick as thieves. And there was one great aunt whose name was Aunt Bess, who loved to get everyone else to show up at her house and she would fix a big dinner and we would have a great time chatting and laughing. And as a 13-year-old, I was able to hear story after story after story. One of my favorite things about Aunt Bess was also the fact that if she heard that by chance we had gone to church, which was about two miles further up from her little town in Rankin Town, she would stand right on the steps at her porch with a dishcloth. And she'd watch for my parents' car coming, and then she'd start waving the dishcloth. And that meant pull in, dinner's ready. And it wouldn't be just us. It would be other members of our family, other cousins, other uncles, and they would all gather together. Well, this happened on a particular time when it was snowy. And we all piled up at Aunt Bess's house, and she was feeding us. And all of a sudden, somebody brought up, why don't we all go sled riding over on Simmel's Hill? It was a hill, a farm hill, a pasture, very steep, over near a place called Mingo Park. It was actually on Mingo Road. The Simmels lived there, and they'd give us access to this field anytime we wanted. And many times they'd join us. And so people went running. They got their sleds. Uh, one of my dad's cousins got the hood of an old truck. There were toboggans. And we went off, and we spent the entire rest of the day sledding down Simmels Hill. But what I remember is when the possibility was raised, people looking at, each, looking at each other, smiling, and then, let's go. Let's go do it. It's kind of fast-track thinking, if you will. No critical analysis. I don't even remember people talking about what else they had to do or what their schedule was. It just was a great idea that came up, that changed everything, and off they go in order to have a great day together. And wow, I have tremendous memories. Riding down on that hood, riding down on a sled, riding on the toboggan, cousins, aunts, uncles, laughing, few people getting bunged up a little bit, but it was great. And 
I'm thoroughly glad I have that memory in mind. And it all started with someone bringing up the possibility and then the decision that you don't want to pass a moment like this by. Let's go. Let's do it. And a memory was made. I wonder, do you have some let's go moments? Maybe someone talked about a musician that was in the area and you found out about it and everybody said, hey, let's go together. They're fun moments. They're memory-making moments. And what we have in the scriptures right here in the Christmas season are let's go moments. And one of them, well, those words are actually even used. It comes in the birth narrative of Jesus, which, my goodness, it's what we're experiencing right now. It's the story of angels and shepherds. I'll read it. It begins with verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Wow, talk about a serendipitous moment that captures your attention. That would be it. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I'm here to bring you good news that's going to cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find him. You'll, you'll find a baby wrapped in clothes lying in a manger. That, that would have been an odd thought for them. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. And then the Bible says, So they hurried off. I, I like this story, and it comes right here. It's, it's in our Christmas narrative, isn't it? But you'll notice that the angels didn't say to them, now, you're supposed to go. The angel just set up the possibility. And they together gathered, and all of a sudden, out came this statement, let's go, let's see. And now, for well over 2,000 years, they've been right at the heart of the Christian narrative. They could have just stayed where they were and talked about how awestruck they were by this visitation with angels, but they took it one step, and it even says they hurried. Off they went. It sounds like they, they got there within a short amount of time, and there they worshiped the Lord. Let's go moment. There's at least one other let's go moment in the Christmas narrative, isn't there? It's these wise men, a little different. They see a star. There were prophecies around this star. And when they decide to go, there's got to be a time of preparation. And yet, though the journey would be long, and according to some, they probably arrived three or four months after the birth of Christ, these three guys said, let's do it. Let's go. And again, they're all part of this amazing Christmas narrative. I think there's something about this that's, it's, it's really exciting because it's, it's basically saying this, that when the divine breaks in, 
get together and get moving. Here, the baby is born. Let's go. A Savior has come. Let's go. So in a way, this is right at the heart of what Christmas is all about. Christmas is about a group of people, magi, shepherds, very distinct difference between the two groups of people. And yet they, as a community, as a group, they determine this is so important. We need to set aside our agenda and we need to go. And in going, they have forever and ever become part of a story that all of us hold so near and so dear. Christmas is often a time where families get together, friends get together, and what they do is have a great meal and share gifts. But I think it's important that, they, that we don't miss the serendipitous. We, we don't miss the fact that this is a great breaking in. The Lord came as a baby in order that we could receive him with celebration and peace. But there's some movement on our part that is necessary in order that we stay focused on what this is all about. And the other thing about this narrative is the characters that gather around this story are so different and so diverse. Whoever it was that let Joseph and Mary be there and have this child and put him in a manger, the innkeeper that was totally clueless and apathetic, Herod who was thoroughly intimidated by it all and wanting to destroy it. Elizabeth, who had lived her life as a, a barren woman, who suddenly, in the midst of this story, gives birth. And of course, Mary, when it talks about the Holy Spirit, covered her. This immaculate conception. I don't know about you, but it, it has this sense of movement, community, and everyone's welcome. Those that want to run, those that want to walk, those that truly believe and those that are not quite sure. And yet all of them get to be part of this amazing, amazing moment in time. Why? Because their focus was upon the great breaking in. Well, if you're listening to this today, Christmas is, you know, just happened. There's probably a lot of cleanup yet to be done. Family still to be gathered. Presents to be looked at and enjoyed. But let's not forget what is at the heart of this great event of the breaking in of God in order that we can experience a salvation and a wholeness that comes to us as a great gift, a gift in which everyone has the opportunity to take part. I know that for many of us, the preparations for Christmas almost become 
so intense that we could easily lose focus about what this is all about. But, but let's not. Even now, today, after we've already had some of our celebration, let's come back to this serendipitous, wonderful, divine and supernatural incarnation of God with us, Emmanuel. And that there's something inside of us that cries out and says, I don't want to miss that. I don't care what the rest of our agenda is about. Let's go. Let's go together. Let's celebrate. And let's receive this incredible gift that the Father has given. I pray that this Christmas celebration for you holds special surprises, serendipitous moments, and a feeling that this is a very special moment in time. Let's not only not miss it, but let's go. Let's move toward it. God bless you.